So this week on Ballin' the Kill Buzz. So the first thing, the guest, uh, we have an old hunter on this week, so that'd be a good crack. So we'll just be kind of asking him, why he does hunting, if he feels guilty about, you know, killing the old poor animals, um, how locals react to the area, sometimes kind of in very extreme fashion. That was fucking very interesting, oh Christ. Uh, and yeah, just all, the whole, the whole hunting game, I suppose, carrying a gun and shooting an animal, why it's done, why he does it, why anyone does it. Um, in fairness, he, he, he explained the side very well. And um, he's a sound man in fairness, one of the soundest men you'll meet. So uh, no malice in him at all. So uh, yeah, so that yeah that was that that was that this week. Sorry, I can't talk today. This week's guest, and then Kappa Chats reviews all this week's results, announces league commencement dates for all the teams in the club, along with much more. Uh, yeah, so some wins and some losses this week for Kappa, but uh, we roll on. And uh, yes, so that's that week for that's this week for Banla Kill Buzz. Hope you enjoy and uh, keep tuned in. Keep following all the social media pages. And yeah, thank you. Got it. Well, yeah. Um, my name's Harry. I live in uh, Norfolk, which is in the east of England. Um, and yeah, a lot of farming, sort of quite rural community, basically. Um, got into shooting, like, from really young age. Uh, like, sort of as... As I was able to pick up an air rifle, basically, um, yeah, and fucking love that. He, what kid doesn't love shooting tin cans in the garden? <laughs> so always good crack. And then yeah, just kind of, kind of like that sort of things. But growing up, um, got more into like biology and that sort of thing, and the environment. Studied the environment at college and that sort of stuff. Um, moved away from Norfolk for about 10 years down to the southwest and then came back one year and my brother-in-law who I now shoot with um we do we, we've got like a little pheasant syndicate on the farm there and he was like well you can have my gun for the day if you want so I had his gun for the day didn't didn't hit anything you know just kind of went out just fired a few shots in the air at a few pheasants that was going past um and yeah just had a really good day out and then I think I was supposed to go home on the Monday back down to the southwest and then on the Sunday evening he says well do you want to go deer stalking so I was like fucking yeah <laughs> I'll have a, little, have a little girl come out with you you know have a little look yeah and then yeah, he was like, well, there, you know, there's a rifle, you, know, you you can shoot and stuff like this. So, yeah, we went down and, yeah, shot a Chinese water deer. And I was like, like, lovely sort of winter's evening, you know, you know, nice to be out in the fresh air and that sort of thing. And, yeah, just went back down to Devon. I was like, I want to be involved in this now. It's like, <laughs> I want to be, you know. In, in this sort of community and everything else and involved with what's going on and stuff like that. But yeah, who I am, basically, I'm not like in case anyone read from the, the description that they I'd be like the guy out of Jumanji, you know, like a hunter sort of dude Oi. with a pick hat and everything else. Like it's yeah. not me, I'm just a normal guy who kind of loves the outdoors and uh, yeah, if you if you spend enough time outdoors in Norfolk, eventually you'll get involved in some shooting and 
and that sort of stuff. So, all right, uh, yeah. And uh, so, what would you kind of have like a club and you just go out every Saturday and like just basically shoot? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got um, like a pheasant syndicate, so we put down uh, 200 pheasant a season. It's a tiny, tiny little thing. Um, just six of us basically sort of all chip into it, but it's all about like keeping the what little woodland and stuff that we've got like keeping it a nice habitat for the for the birds to stay there if you know what i mean so it's like an all round all year round thing um but yeah we as part of a club i suppose we do go beating um on a slightly bigger shoot up in north norfolk which is owned by like a sort of big estate and that kind of thing and they 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 shoot about 15 days of the year um yeah fairly reasonable numbers that they would shoot um but yeah like that's where we go beating as well and obviously if you're going to shoot something you need beaters with pheasant shooting you to shoot uh pheasants you need beaters to flush them over the gun if you know what i mean uh no sorry not really. I, was, I was pretending i did but no not really right okay that's fair enough yeah well yeah okay well that's the bare bones of it like on a on an organized like pheasant shoot um you would have a, a team of beaters who are just people with you know dogs you know sticks just people walking about the place basically in a, in a big line come in and that pushes the pheasants over the guns mm. and then the guns shoot try try to shoot the pheasants they they quite often don't hit them but you know oh, yeah. okay. but yeah, yeah that, that, they're sort of two different things really obviously there's the pheasant shooting side of it which is like a seasonal thing and then the deer stalking that i probably prefer which is an all round all year round thing um so we go out sort of every other weekend um and yeah try and thin out the massive deer population that we've got around here okay and is that is that the main goal just to kind of thin the population and that's kind of main goal you have yeah with the deer it is yeah yeah up here um right next to the farm there's a big like sort of main road and like let you know the deer do a lot of damage to the crops and everything else which is you you kind of accept that in some ways but um on the main road right next to the farm a lot of deer get hit by the cows and stuff because they cross over from our farm to another one you know in the middle of the night and stuff like that and for some reason they always pick the wrong moment to suddenly jump out i'm sure everyone knows someone that's hit a deer or something like that in the middle of the night and has had, had the bumper smashed up and the lights smashed up on the car and everything else um so yeah it's just about all like kind of keeping them at an acceptable level really oh, okay and um do you ever this is just something I was wondering. Do you ever feel kind of, do you know the way, like, say, you shoot the deer, or let's say you shoot a pheasant? 
do you ever feel bad after? Do you ever look on the ground and say, Jesus <laughs> Christ, I'm after fucking killing something? Or is it just kind yeah, of look, no, we're yeah. thinning the population. This is what we do. Is it just... No, yeah, I knew I knew that would be one of the first questions coming <laughs> up. That's fair enough. That's, that's totally, um, you know, I've had that many times because I've, you know, a lot of my mates are not into it and that sort of thing. And, you know, they're possibly more against it. Do I feel bad? Um, some hmm. possibly not because you, if you did, then you wouldn't go out there and do it anyway. You wouldn't do you it in the first I mean. place, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all about being, um, like in touch with the place that you are. We've only got a very, very small farm, and the deer only move through a very small part of that wood, and you know what deer you've got there how many there are how many is too much you know what what the damage is you know how many need to be gone if that makes sense um so you just go there and it's like right okay we need two of them two of them you won't get milk every single time go out um but the the most important the, the stressful thing is just doing it right because you know, if if you were to hit one and wound it, like him forbid, that'd be the worst case scenario because then you've just done it for nothing, and that animal's probably going to die. So the stressful thing is like, you know, making sure that you do the job quickly and you know, efficiently. And I think I think like if if that was the way that I was going to go, I'd like to not know about it yeah exactly yeah i get what you mean like yeah. like because when you you watch them and sometimes you have to wait quite a long time for the shot to present itself like with a good backstop nice safe shot everything and no other animals behind them or anything else and they don't know that you're there they haven't got a clue and then it's yeah. just back they wouldn't have even heard the shot if you know what i mean so it's just boom, lights out and you know if you can if you can accomplish that, then there's just a sigh of relief afterwards. It's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And do you think they ever see is coming or is there surely after a while do they maybe cop on to what's going on? They see what you have in your hands and maybe there's a bit of danger here, lads. Get out of the yeah. way. Like. Yeah. yeah, they will. They will. Um, the way we mostly do it here is um, from a what's called a high seat. So you, it's basically like a ladder with a seat at the top of it. And so you climb up the ladder and then that brings you to about, I don't know, 12, 14 foot above ground level. So you're sort of halfway up the tree basically, which means any shot that you take, you'll be going downwards into the ground. So you've got a backstop, safe backstop everywhere. But also it's amazing. Um, you know, you can be sat up there. I've been sat in a high seat with deer all around my feet and literally at the, at the base of the tree that I'm sat at. And they, because you're up above them, whether or not they can, they can sort of smell you and stuff, but they, they can't see you. Um, and so they just don't associate you with danger. Whereas if you're on the ground, their, their eye level, their natural instinct is to... Um, pick out any movement on ground level because that's where then their natural um, predators would have been in the past deer um 
not deer, but uh, wolves and bears and, you know, all that kind of stuff, or even humans, you know, trying to sneak up on them. So their natural instinct is to pick out any movement in ground level, you know, and it, it, if you try and stalk up on them on ground level, you've got to be downwind, you've got to be very, very slow and everything else, and you can can do it, but um, yeah. But if you if you give yourself the advantage of these high seats, then uh, it does make it a little bit more easy. Yeah, and um, user obviously kind of would um what what I meant to say was is, would a deer ever come back? This is probably a stupid question, but would a deer ever actually come and attack ye? Like if if they saw maybe you were after shooting, let's say one of their uh, <laughs> offspring or something, would they just come and right. go for you? Right. Would would that ever happen, or is that a mad thing to say? I don't know. I don't know. Um, hmm, probably not. <laughs> probably not. I don't know. Possibly um, a red stag. Red, um, yeah, because we, we have six different species of deer in England. And the red stag is the biggest. You've got them in Ireland. Hmm. Uh, I think you've got red seeker and roe there. I don't know. Um, Possibly, yeah, you must have row there, but po- maybe not fallow. I don't, I'm not sure. But red, red stags, um, you know, in the in the late summer when they're rutting, which is like they're before their breeding season, they just get like charged up basically, and they are like full of testosterone. That's when they, you know, when they their antlers clash together and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the young lads basically just go out and they're just thrashing stuff like all the, you know, trees. They just destroy it. Um, so yeah, you, one of those could possibly have a go at you, but it's not something that I've heard of. <laughs> but yeah. you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to get in the way of one of them because they 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 weigh like I don't know what two hundred and fifty kilos would be a good stag. And they've got massive, pointy, sharp things on their head. So, yeah, like imagine, yeah. imagine that running at you, like Jesus Christ! You want to have a fairly accurate shot, like Jesus Christ! Yeah, exactly. yeah. it does. It does happen um, on the continent. So, like, uh, somebody sent me a video the other day, and it, on the continent, um, like how I, I was saying with the driven pheasants, which is where you have beaters that push the pheasants over the guns they do that in europe with deer and boar as well uh wild boar so and wild deer and they you know have um dogs and everything they, they drive them towards the guns in sort of an organized manner you know but um yeah there are occasions over there that you do see people getting attacked by boar especially and they've got massive teeth and they just come running at about 30 miles an hour and just straight into you, you know. Yeah, not nice, not nice. No, not ideal. Um, no. Another thing, no, would... is there um, is there ever any opposition in like the, do the locals ever kind of have any bit of um, opposition to what you're doing? Do they ever, ever try and stop you or try and rob the guns no. off us? <laughs> no, no. Um, We've been really lucky over the years. Um, it is, it is becoming more, you know, more of a thing. They 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 call them 
sabs or saboteurs, you know, um, or yeah, it's, it's quite an organized thing up further up country. We've, we don't really get any of it round our way. Um, a lot of people from the village, they all know that we go shooting and around here, if you see a bloke with a gun, it's not a big thing, you know. Isn't that <laughs> no, no, it's not. Well, I don't know. It's it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because you do feel a bit awkward as somebody walks past and there's <laughs> you know, ten blokes all with shotguns and but you know, you can see from the way that you're dressed and stuff, because you'll you you know, you'll kind of wear your green stuff and you know, not not, not like camouflage and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. We we don't get any problems from the village and and stuff like that. Um, but there are, you know, there's a there's a little bit of a thing further up country where there's it's a bit more organised and and some of the big big shoots where they do shoot a lot of pheasants. Um, they they occasionally do get people turn up, or you know, and we'll stand there and shout and blow air horns and just kind of disrupt disrupt the day you know block block the cars and that sort of thing and yeah it's a little bit weird it's not something that we've ever had to deal with thank god but yeah it's, it's not it's a, a lot of the videos you see as well it's very like intimidating atmosphere um because you've got 20 lads turn up dressed in black with hoods and balaclavas, balaclavas and have you know having a right go yeah yeah because they, they and you know they all turn up with like video cameras and stuff and they, they'll start like you know trying to instigate a fight and then if anything kicks off then obviously you get all your guns taken off you so it's like <laughs> yeah it's a bizarre situation but it does happen it does happen and are you sure the balaclavas are a good idea? That might set the wrong tone, maybe. No, no, I don't don't mean for us. Oh, for, sorry. For the, for the other, yeah. No, oh, this is. I was, oh, I thought you were wearing them. Sorry, Jesus. No, I thought, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, right. <laughs> no, no, way around. No, no, because we're just dressed in, you know, what we would be wearing. You know, people going out shooting for the day. I'm sure you have a rough idea of, you know, all the, all the clothing and that sort of stuff but yeah this the um yeah like the the saboteurs as it were yeah they tend to be like dressed in black and you know balaclavered up and stuff which is yeah all a bit scary when it does happen but yeah jesus and that, that's all just to kind of intimidate you is it yeah 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 i suppose it is yeah but pr protect their identity as well because obviously they're like trespassing but I don't know. I don't know. Each to their own. If you, if that's how you want to spend a Saturday, is spoiling somebody else's day out, then you know, yeah. just everyone, everyone, everyone just packs up then and just goes home. You know? Just calls yeah. it a day. It's a weird one. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't be a, my idea of a fun Saturday dressing up in balaclavas and black and going terrorizing someone. But yeah, sure. Because everyone has their yeah. own fun, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. No, I can understand it. It's yeah, to a point, I can understand it. Um, 
I think there's a big misunderstanding between people who live in the countryside and people who live in the city but want to protect the environment. Yeah. If you know what I mean, because the people that live in the countryside, they, that's their home. And that's the reason it looks the way it does. Like if you got on a train and you're traveling through the countryside, you see little woodlands and there's probably like maize cover crops and stuff, which is all to do with uh, pheasant shooting. And that's the reason the countryside looks how it does. Hedgerows and, and things like that is all there to keep wildlife and game birds, basically, at the end of the day. And um, yeah, if, if you, you don't really understand that, then you just think that we just go around thrashing every little bit of wildlife that we see and everything but you know it's um yeah it's a tricky one it's yeah. a tricky one because there, yeah there definitely is a different view to like deaths in the country in the city like the, the death of animals because like even like i think people in the country especially people on farms they're used to seeing like maybe like cows or sheep and stuff you know dying like a calf there this morning just dies just at the farm near my uncle's farm right. so like we're we're used to seeing a calf dead or we're used to seeing whatever badgers and stuff in the road when you're in the city you're not you wear the senses size too but i'd say i can understand why they're kind of like jeez you can't just go out and kill deer i can understand why they say it but at the same time you have your argument you know you're thinning the population but um it's just the two different lives like they, they didn't grow up seeing calves you know die outside their front door you know so yeah yeah and unless you you know unless you don't eat any meat and you you're proper hardcore vegan then it's very little ground to stand on isn't it because you know if you're using animal products then you know yeah yeah no exactly yeah um the thing about the guns is interesting do you know like do you know the way you use out of the group how do you know like if someone is like dangerous like you know if you're letting someone into the group obviously you're giving them a gun how do you know whether they're not going to shoot you or not like like do you yeah. have to do a background check on them or is like because i'm assuming you well, don't just go right welcome to the group here's a gun you know like no no obviously everyone's got their own own shotguns um or you know whatever they might have but on our little pheasant syndicate um everyone's got their own shotguns which means that they've all got at least a shotgun certificate. So the police have, you know, qualified them as, you know, mentally stable to, to have a firearm, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not just something they give away, you know, willy-nilly to, yeah, like to a, anyone. Yeah. It's a big, big thing, and they go to your doctor's, and see if you're on um, like antidepressants or anything else. And, you know, if there's any little thing that flags up, you probably won't get one. Um, so then, yeah, at least, yeah, everyone on our little thing, um, they've all got shotgun certificates. So you know that they've already been checked out at least, and you can tell within five seconds of meeting somebody if they're a little bit weird can't you yeah <laughs> you know if they're a bit of a dodgy fucker then just say oh mm, you know there's not space this year 
but yeah. they probably wouldn't have already got one anyway. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we everyone has insurance as well. Um, there's a big, um, well, more like a foundation really called BASC, which is the British Association for Shooting and Con Conservation. Um, which does all sorts of things, but they're, they're also an insurance company. So if you were to accidentally damage property or livestock or, you know, somebody else, um, you're insured for it then. And that's, um, yeah, sort of quite a, quite a big thing. Quite a bit, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the last thing I want to ask you, this is a kind of a mad question, but um you're obviously well able to shoot um if you were asked by um the lads in, in ukraine would you fight on oh the yeah uh, right <laughs> do you think you would oh fucking hell um well i was talking to my old man about this uh the uh, a couple of days ago we were just talking about what was going off over there and um i think i really think like anyone who's had anything to do with guns and more people that um, are into, you know, shooting and hunting and stuff like that, they probably got a bit better grasp on it um, because you see what damage a bullet does to things. And yeah, it's not, it's not pretty. It's not just like you know. I think a lot of a lot, a lot of people, especially if they've played you know Call of Duty or whatever or any like game, you just think a bullet kills someone. It doesn't. It just does immense damage, and it would put me off big time <laughs> from from wanting to stand in the way of a bullet. So yeah, I don't know. They're, they're Two different questions. If, if it came to it, you'd have to, wouldn't you? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's, but there has been, you know, on Instagram and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of like, you know, your influencers who are quite famous shooting people, um, and and they've put up posts of, oh, I'm so glad I can just go out stalking today with my rifle rather than taken up in arms and stuff like that but it's all yeah it's yeah. Uh, it's a it's a very big question isn't it because when you've got bullets coming back at you <laughs> then yeah not nice but i don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah. it's definitely it's definitely a different situation there's there's never i'm assuming there's never been a deer shooting back at you so it's definitely a, no. definitely no, a different situation and it's it's tough as well like you're taking someone's life. I don't know. I'm assuming that that's probably not something that would come easy to you, you know, because no, no, not at all. Like, I'm the most easygoing guy in the world. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not hurt a bloody fly. Like, I've seen a lot of guys in your podcast is, um, you've had some like fighters on there, haven't you? Like boxers. Yeah, yeah. MMA lads and that sort of thing. And <laughs> That's not me. I couldn't get in a bloody ring with someone. <laughs> like, really? Have you ever been in a fight at all? No. 
Nah, 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 it's not me, man. Like, nah, I just walk away. <laughs> I'll start it. No, fair, fair play. That's that's the right attitude to have. There's too many people getting yeah. in fights nowadays and they want to act all tough. Fair play to you. That's the right, that's the yeah. right fucking attitude to have. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Who, who wins? Who wins? You know, you know. Yeah. Even if you win the fight, you still got into it in the first place. You couldn't avoid it. So that's my that's my kind of um outlook on life is just peace. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, no one to start a fight with you anyway. They, you know, they know you have the gun waiting at home. So oh, yeah. No one <laughs> yeah, to start is... fucking on with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's nearly all I have to... That's nearly all my questions used up. So, no, fair play to you. You've been a, you've been a great guest, in fairness to you. Um, is that right? So, uh, yeah, that's... Have you anything else to add to finish this off? Well... I don't know what what's the situation where you are. Do you you say you, you you're quite rural, aren't you? What 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 county are you in? County Lewis, county. Oh, Leash. No, no, Kildare. I'm in Kildare. 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 Near near Leash. Right, right. Leash, Leash. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, no, not Lewis. I know. I know. I tried. I tried to look on the old um, Google Maps. I was like, right, County Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah because there we're we, yeah we, we'd be rural enough now um we'd have um yeah we'd see um a lot of people the shooting probably wouldn't be as big here now i suppose in in the country in kildare but um we'd be big into the horse racing and stuff so we wouldn't um where is shooting shooting is big in the midlands now actually leash awfully around there it's bigger you know wouldn't be it'd be it'd be There'd be clubs in Kildare, right? But it wouldn't be to the extent that it would be in the Midlands. So that'd be kind of the capital for shooting, you know? Okay. So, um, what about the deer? Do you get a lot of deer around there? And... Um, no, I've actually never seen a deer. Never seen one really? actually in person. No, I've never seen one. No, right. Never seen Bloody one. No. Um, so, but yeah, the, the, in the Phoenix Park, there's actually in Dublin now, there's loads of them. They just they roam the place. That's where the president lives. And they just, they're right. all over the park, you know, they're literally just in looking at the intro the president's window, you know. Um, so there's a rake of them in there. But um, no, it's always, I always love wildlife. I always love just seeing deer and stuff around the place. Or not deer, obviously, I don't see them, but I just love being out in the country. I always see wildlife when you get up in the morning, you hear the birds. And it's just, it's not, I think it's great out here, you know. You, yeah. You're the same, sure. Well, well that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I was, I was going to say to you, like, the, the best times, like, I've been out. And we've been out stalking, deer stalking, and probably not even shot anything, but you're just out way before, in the summertime, you're way before anyone else has woken up. Like your alarm clock goes at half past three in the morning, out the door at four o'clock to get down there for half past four, you know, the sun rises and all the birds are getting and stuff. And you're just like, you know, perfect. That's exactly what it should be. Mm. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's it's calming, like you know. It's I think it's yeah. I I could never live in a city. I couldn't live with all the noise and just nice. You wake up in the morning, it's just nice. All you hear is birds and it's just nice and yeah. Calm, you know, there's no better feeling. I just love. It. I just I love it. Right, a few quick updates this week for the El Cap Chat. So. Yeah, a few games around this week. The leagues are kind of starting. They're kind of getting back to uh, full swing, you know, as spring comes in. Well, it's been spring for a few months now, but you know yourself. Anyway, 
So yeah, there was a few football games, a few camogie games, and a few there was one hurling game as well. So first we'll start off. So under fifteen footballers beat Clane two eight to one three. So that was a good win. Uh, good help from the under thirteens as well. I was told. Uh, good few under thirteens on the team as well. So a solid out panel. Um. So yeah, that was a good win. I I um. Anytime you beat a big town like Clane is always good. That was the first round. I'm pretty sure. As well, so that was a fucking savage win. Like it's not, it's not often Kappa win the first round of their leagues, especially in football at that age. We've always struggled to do that, but um, yeah. And then so the under sixteen Camogie team, they bet Rakoffi. They gave them a good bait, actually, which was nice to see. Um, so yeah, Rakoffi in fairness a good side. They might have been missing one or two, but uh, solid win all the same. And uh, they carry a bit of confidence into the Nace game this weekend, which is in Nace, the home of cheating. And uh, yeah, that should be a good game. And hopefully Nace don't bring their senior team. So good stuff. And uh, yeah, also Coke has lost to Nace on a related note of Nace. 314 to 1 2. Uh, the under 17 Coke, I mean. So um, a good Kappa and Kilcock contingent there. Uh, look, it was always going to be tough Nace here, in fairness to them. I have to give credit where credit is due. A good club. Um, God knows what team they were actually putting out, but I, I have to put in that dig there because they are a share of cheating bastards. But, um, but look, fair play. Look, they did win fair and square, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing, I suppose. We have to assume the legitimacy of their win here so um but yeah un- unlucky to coke because I, I think it was their first round but look that was always going to be tough nace is always a tough assignment big town he like a big culture of hurling there so that that was always going to be a tough assignment so hard luck to the boys but they will bounce back i'd say you know good good cock and kappa team that that caucus thing has worked well over the last few years in fairness so um hopefully they bounce back it'd be great to see hurling at that age because like hurling just continue at that age especially in division one like the guys playing at such a high standard it's unreal um, and it's the first real time we've ever seen anyone that high standard because years gone by we've we've definitely been scraping the bottom of the barrel I suppose in that in that code. Uh, senior football, yeah, senior footballers beat Reban by six ten to one seven. Christ, some fucking win. Uh, yeah, they beat uh, what was that Dowling Cup? I think that was uh, fucking serious man, fair play. Uh, so yeah, that was Reban. Now ah uh, Reban or shite in fairness, but no, still a decent win. Now you still have to beat them, you know. Um, so fair play, that's good stuff. Um. And uh, yeah, that's it. There's no, I'm not allowed to say that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it. So lads, um, if you have any other updates, anything like that, I think that was all that happened this week. There's a few fixtures then next week. Um, all them games will carry on. I'm assuming 17s hurlers, 15s footballers, all these guys will be playing next week. Um, there's actually a hurling. The senior hurlers have a league. This is only because I've heard this today. There's a a pre-competition league, pre-season league starting in April. Um, and the first fixture is. The old rivals. I don't even need to say too much more about it. It's the old old foes in game one. So, yes. Looking forward to it. Right. Uh, Shall I leave it on that note? And, uh, yeah, thanks a mil for listening. And, uh, yeah, good luck. Tune in for next week. Thanks for listening, lads and ladies. Um, Don't forget to follow us on all our socials and all that kind of crack. And, yeah, keep in touch with all the buzz activity. So, yeah, good luck.